Yo. Ooh, so so sexy, so sweet. <laughs> it's the OnlyFans episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or as a uh, as uh Blackstar put it, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yo, yeah. What up? Welcome back to another episode of Formerly Honest Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We got the whole crew back on the mics. Yes, sir. Little titty Sorry. cup. Oh, shit. <laughs> Little titty cup. <laughs> He's in here. The hoes are interested. Bros and hoes. No. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. yo, if this is your first time joining us, uh, we are four brothers from the middle neighborhood of Gary, Indiana, that come together to converse and convene and uh, figure out this thing called life with one another. Uh, above all else, no matter where the conversation goes, we, uh, we always practice and encourage you to practice being vulnerable, forthright, and most of all, honest here on the Informally Honest Podcast. Fellas, another week has passed. Marco and, and Adam, uh, not Marco, Marco and Aaron, you know, um, do we have you last week? No, we uh, we had Marco last week, but uh, Aaron, we didn't have you last week. And so um, uh, in general, did anything happen to you in the time that you've been gone or in the week? Where you got to practice any of our principles? You know what, Josh? Well, as a matter of fact, it did. <laughs> as a matter of fact, <laughs> it did. So, yo, what a coincidence that you asked that. Oh, um, oh coincidence. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's not like we do this every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> folks, we are getting, yo, yo, this is a lot. Yo, folks, we are getting something completely unique today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> funk flex come out. Um, <laughs> yo, yo, funk flex is fake. Man, yo, yo, no, no, that's swaying in the morning. Yo, he's a hyena. <laughs> All right, so I've never. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've never been a huge fan of like plays or uh, or musicals. Just never really. I've, I've been going to them, attending them for since I can remember. I'm talking about like grade school. Mm-hmm. And, it, and there's a couple that I really, really like. But like, I just remember early on, like all I can remember, my earliest memories of being disappointed were just my ass, like my ass beginning to be so sore and like numb during the show. That's all I could focus on when I was like seven years old. Like, why the fuck am I here? So hey, wait, um, so y'all hate y'all had the, theater arts that the very art that I'm in. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! no I, I know well, I'm fucking with Mark. Would you call? <laughs> yes. Would you? I guess you wouldn't. I guess you wouldn't call a Nutcracker. You, like like the Nutcracker is not the same as like a Christmas Carol, where they're actually because like one is a no because it's it's dance based. That's the yeah yeah that's what yeah yeah those I love. So. <laughs> <laughs> shout shout out to Josh and his profession. You know? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> but um. I mean, yo, I compl- like I was just looking them up actually before we started. I was looking up the next one I'm gonna attend. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I just, the Nutcracker like, sucks, and it's actually very racist. <laughs> but please, <laughs> a Christmas. Oh, by the way, side note: a Christmas Carol is dope. I went to that in Chicago. It's not me. Like, all, uh, growing up, it's amazing, who? man. I don't know if it's still the same people on it. Probably but, uh, not. Who who was yeah. on the Goodman? Uh, I think it was either that or Chicago. I think it was the Goodman. Yeah, Goodman. Yeah, I think so. Well, Chicago theater doesn't have its own company. Yeah, it was it was a good man. 
Okay. It was just amazing. And it, it seemed like it, it didn't consistent. Like the first time I remember going, like I said, I was like six or seven. And uh, the last time I went, I was like in my twenties and it was like mm. still just as good. So I, I do have some good memories, but in general, like my earliest memories of, are like my ass being sore and wondering like, why the fuck did my aunt take me here? You're like, oh, oh, so this is my, my earliest forms of punishment. Cool. You know, I'd rather be grounded. But, <laughs> but, um, but within these past few weeks, I did go to see Hamilton. So in my original, so Nat, my girl has been, eventually it got to the point where like um, she stopped um just planning things for both of us just assuming she'll like plan something tentatively and be like okay i want to see if how, how aaron feels about it first mm. which is like very sweet of her like considering me instead of just like <laughs> i'm gonna make plans chances are i'm uh, chances are i'm gonna rock with it anyway mm-hmm. but uh i was not too excited because i guess in some way i was stuck in my old ways like nah i don't really like i know there's a lot of hype about hamilton but i don't, I don't really fuck with it you know like mm-hmm. i'm i'm a little like i, mean, I, I think i just you know, you can't, you could take somebody out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of them. You know, I'm like, I just, they, 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 they just ain't for me. Can I bring my gun? Can I bring my gun? In? I mean, that was my first stop. But uh, so I guess it was a bit of a bit of a vulnerable moment because I, I kind of opened up a little bit because my first thought was like stuck in my ways. Nah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. for me, but I ended up going. It's pretty long, but it was actually pretty good. Yeah, painting. Does she say it was uh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's the name of my my next sex date. It's a little long, <laughs> but um it was it was actually pretty good, man. I was I was thoroughly impressed, and uh I guess it reopened up a new world for me. You know, mm. just, was it just, just was it to be open? Was it uh do you know if it was an Atlanta cast or if it was a touring show? It was a touring show, I believe. Word, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ham- Hamilton. Hamilton, I have like a, a mixed feelings with. I I am also from the hood, but uh, uh, have an enjoyment of musicals. Uh, sometimes, not all musicals. Some musicals are just corny. Um, I might have just gone to some that like I just might have had experiences of like like I said, I had a couple that were dope, but maybe for the most the part, I just caught bad performances. In real life, and I was young. Who, I guess people who don't like musicals, I don't blame them because. Sometimes you're like, really, are we gonna sing this whole show? Like, I gave the intermittent song. Yeah, like, you know, we got to sing every conversation. <laughs> this seems this seems a little little abusive. You can't uh, sing. Yeah, you can't <laughs> sing an argument. Stop it. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know that you can't sing an argument, but it's just the way it's done. I R. Kelly, Mr. Biggs. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. But but no, because uh, there there's some musicals that I that I'm all that I have been like, yeah, this is just bad. But I do enjoy musicals, and it's funny because I I enjoyed Hamilton. I never saw it live. Uh, I had it on bootleg at one point, uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, mainly because uh, with musicals, it's kind of like how I am about like uh, manga and anime, where I'm like uh, with anime with manga, I have a hard time reading a manga unless I can watch the anime first. So with musicals, mm. I have a hard time listening to the soundtrack if I can't watch the show first. Gotcha. I feel that. Uh, and it's a thing of with Hamilton, I was like, okay, let me watch it so I can give it a chance. Uh, and I enjoy it. I I I thoroughly enjoy it as, as a play and musical itself. 
but I also have my grievances with it just because I am the person that I am. And so, <laughs> I was going to ask that, like, you you have your notebook out <laughs> it, it, only, only just because it's like, like artistically, I don't necessarily have an issue with it. Um, although there are some things with that, like, you know, I appreciate the fact that it's a show that's exclusively geared toward employing people of color and black folks. Yeah. But it is also talking about, you know, racist ass slave owners through black bodies in a black art form and then using parts of the play to justify it. Uh, justify some parts of it being like well you know uh Lawrence and hamilton were actually very against slavery so i was like but these niggas still had slaves so they couldn't have been too far against them <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh yeah and, and it kind of does that that thing where it's, it's it's kind of a big load of propaganda and the and the grand scheme of it but it's a well put together <laughs> show and uh Puerto Ricans had a lot to do with the the cultivation of hip hop, so I don't I, I'm not a person who subscribes to that thing of like this is a black art form. Blacks and Puerto Ricans put together, and granted, a lot of Puerto Ricans are black, so it's it's it. it I have all of those feelings toward it. Uh, and when you said you watched it, did you watch it on Disney? Like the, yeah, uh, I ended up watching okay. the Disney version. Uh, the Disney okay. version. What's funny is I think the the performance that I had on Bootleg is a stronger show. <laughs> okay because i that's one because I, I went with several people who had um who had watched it on disney as well and they were saying how like things definitely were different and they were kind of pointing out like okay it was so this part was better on the disney and this part was better live so i feel like know. that's a disservice to the artists when people do that <clears throat> i know comparison it comes natural and that with it with, with any live performance you're gonna do that like yeah organically but you gotta let pe- you gotta let people do what they're going to do I and, agree. And ap- appreciate it for what it is. And that is slightly even a hesitation of why I've had, besides how dumb expensive it usually is to go see uh, musicals. Uh, because if I get really attached to a performance, then you got to be fucking magical for me to care about how you do it. Mm, that's fair. That's a good yeah. point. That's fair. Because you're going to be paying a lot more attention and aware of a lot of nuances and shit. Or I just I, I I I want to I want to know that you put your stamp on it, because if I see anything that resembles what I'm familiar with, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna question either the direction, the coaching that you got, or what have you. Like I saw yeah. this um I saw this young girl do uh this young cast do Dream Girls on the South Side of Chicago once, and you could tell the girl the little girl that she was like 19, 20, they casted as Effie. Uh, she had just studied what Jennifer Hudson did. She didn't mm. try to make it her own. Yeah, like study uh, the she, person that she, Jennifer Hudson was playing. Right. Oh, uh, Jennifer yeah. Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bro, and, Joe, so, just imagine, bro, how long it would take for a law to get passed if Josh was in charge. You're like, nah, bro, you got to change it. No, no. Yo, yo you copy with it? Nah, bro. You, nah. <laughs> see, see, I see you jocking that county over there because you think they did that shit right. Nah, it's like, this got to be all your own. <laughs> so i feel you uh uh but that's dope that you got to go see that yeah, yeah it was cool man and i'm it definitely opened me a little opened me up more to uh remembering that like i can't enjoy this art form you know because mm-hmm. like i said there was only a couple that i was actually going year after year was was willing to see more than once so it was nice to add another one you know can, uh uh, out of curiosity, do you remember the name of the guy that played Hamilton in the show you saw? Or uh, 
I didn't I actually didn't have I didn't have a program. No, okay. so I, I actually don't. I only but he asked was a you. Latin okay. dude. So oh, he was a Latin dude. Okay, I only asked yeah. because um, before the pandemic and all of that. Uh, fun fact: a brother by the name of Julius Thomas the Third, uh, who was a West Side alum. Uh, oh wow! Uh, had just been had just been casted as Hamilton in the touring show. Dope. Um, okay. Dope. Uh, he and uh, growing up, you know, West Side Theater Guild first started. He was yeah. he was that guy. He yeah. was uh, he was Joseph in the original Joseph cast that West Side. No, he was mm-hmm. Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar. He was that dude. He was like the nice. main main dude being cast and all kind of stuff back in the late nineties. Nice. Um, that's dope. Well, shout out to that guy, man. Shout out to that success. I, don't, I was wondering if he was still doing it or if he, if he was there. I'm sure they have like three, four casts that do that tour. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I didn't know too much about it um, outside of like just the hype of Hamilton, you know? Right. So right. I was going into it pretty new. That's dope. I had a dope situation yesterday. Um, uh, I was on Good Morning America. Hey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find the online link and share it again. But yeah, was that uh, Millennium Park? No, no, no. Uh, so we it was uh at one twelve o'clock yesterday. Um, we uh we we got played on there uh doing Deliver Me uh This Is My Exodus by Donald Lawrence, uh featuring Leandria Johnson. We recorded it in Chicago, but we play uh they played it for. Good morning, America in New York. So national TV, and we were on uh on um on display on the big on the jumbotron in Times Square. I was about to say, oh that's dope. Yeah, that's huge. That is, yeah. So uh that was cool. And yeah. Hard to I be was- humble when you're stunting on the jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's uh, dope. Uh, but yeah, I think that was a, that was the highlight of the week. Um, otherwise, I got two off days this week, and I, I was I was really <laughs> just really grateful for that because <laughs> my Hell body's yeah, in shambles. Uh, otherwise, yeah, we got shows coming up at Purdue uh, this Tuesday, and just getting ready for these shows on October twenty or the show on October twenty third. So yeah, man, that's that's uh, consumes my life. Staying ready, that's dope. Yeah, well, for me, um, yeah, I forget every. I, I can never remember what happened in the week, so <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Wednesday, oh, a bunch go, of good shit. Right just, yeah, just a good, yeah. yeah, just a bunch of good shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, um, today's topic. On uh, I'll, I'll speak from personal experience. Um. I know I know I talk about dance a lot because it's my life um, and may not be the most relatable thing for a lot of people. But uh, I think as an art form and as a practice, dance kind of has a different approach to its uh, training and growth and development that isn't necessarily the same for um, uh, other art forms. And people can debate me on this, by all means. I don't I don't know of other art forms that require uh almost like a boot camp um uh practice or um are are eh, i guess all our forms are 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 a means of you know 
you 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 are in an extremely vulnerable state to take something that you feel you've put your all into specifically for the public to criticize. And in that, the way that you kind of grow inside of, you know, having confidence in yourself is people say, you know, you got to you got to thicken that skin up because you're most likely going to hear a lot more negative than you hear positive. And so uh, um, Aaron posed this question. Do you think thick skinned is a real thing? And I'll jump out because I because I'm starting. I do. I think I think by all means, you know, thick skin does not mean void of vulnerability. And I would I would even argue that uh, you develop thick skin by being more vulnerable because it's a it's a muscle that you train to go like, hey, I'm I can be used to not being afraid to uh, receive judgment or criticism or put my whole self out there or be sensitive about this thing. And because what uh, if I get used to hearing whatever those negative things are, whether they're constructive criticism or just criticism, then I can I can hear and sift through that by strengthening that muscle. And therefore, skin does get thicker because you could let it roll off and everything doesn't have to become devastating to your uh, to your ego or what have you uh, or feelings towards what you produce. So I, I personally do think it's, I, I think being thick skinned is a real thing. And I think being thick skinned is useful if done uh, with those kind of um, ideas in mind that, you know, everything, everything is not to destroy you as a person. Just because somebody told you that, like, the piece of art that you created ain't great does not mean that you're not a great artist. It just means that thing that you made wasn't great. Here's how here's what they didn't like. How do you care about those things? Do you care to improve on those? Or are you confident that maybe that person's opinion is just shit? <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or they just didn't like it personally. Like that was right. just their personal preference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh, can y'all hear me at all? Yeah, that's better. All right. I think the the main point like you made is like um how do you how do you um value the person's uh, um, opinion or judgment um, because some people you you trust their taste and you trust their um, you know um, their reasoning a little more than others mm. and so I mean obviously it'll it would for me I just want to say like it depends on who it is and um and if you can kind of if you can kind of judge intent, then that that that's another like thing with it like because some people just want to be contrarian <laughs> and then um so i guess what i'm saying is i guess you gotta you gotta like sift through seeing if the person like actually is trying to give you constructive uh criticism or they just like talking shit yeah and even really trying to decipher that because people sometimes people make it seem like they're giving you constructive criticism, but it's it's some bullshit from their own ego because they they think they think their opinion matters. <laughs> like I, yeah. I get I get very sensitive. I, I I get sensitive in that way about I'm not 
if I if I go to see a Lettucey show, I'm not gonna be like, yo, Lettucey, when you saying this, you know, this was a little off key. I, she <laughs> can very well be like, fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> because music is not my shit. And like you said, Marcus, it depends on who you are. And even with dance stuff, there are people out there that are more, you know, uh, in, in whatever technique we're talking about, technically proficient than me. Uh, and so if they're like, you know, if, if I give them something about their technique, they could very much be like, well, why would I listen to you? I am cleaner than you. <laughs> they could they can have those feelings. Doesn't mean that what I said isn't true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's in, yeah, that's yeah, that makes me think of so I'm in this uh this Facebook group. I sound like a 59 year old person, but there's this fa- <laughs> there's this face Facebook group that I'm in. It's uh for uh black photographers. Mm-hmm. I guess the black part doesn't really matter in this instance, but it doesn't matter. But but anyway, there was a question that somebody asked, and it was like, Would you take advice from someone? Would you take advice from someone and you haven't seen their work? And I was like, and I was like, I would actually, because I mean, no, I said I would listen to, I would listen to their advice. Right. I wouldn't just shut them down from, you know, because, and I was like, you might, maybe they don't, maybe, maybe, maybe you haven't seen their work, but maybe, maybe they're an expert. <laughs> like just cause you haven't seen their work. That doesn't mean, you know, that they don't maybe cause I'm trying to say a lot of things at once. So it's like in this group, it's, there's a lot of people that like that like to like show their work and it, to me it feels more like they're kind of just trying to show off versus trying to get constructive criticism because that's kind of mm-hmm. the point of it it's kind of like hey can you tell me how i can improve this kind of like that's i would say that's like 70 percent of like what the, the the group is about um but you see a lot of people posting stuff that is obviously like excellent work and it's like dude you're just trying to you know you just you just want to show everybody how great you are <laughs> so um it's like, so, so, to, so to answer the question, it's like, I, um, so yeah, so, so, so to answer the question, man, I'm, I'm struggling. I could keep, keep forgetting it's okay. Mind. It's all good, man. Take but, your um, time, brother. Take your time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you can, I, I would listen to someone even though I don't know what their work is because they might say a thing or two that's like, well, I can apply this regardless. Of, they might not even right. be a photographer, but maybe maybe they're a painter and some of those concepts still apply. Mm. You know, so yeah. Um, oh, 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 shit! Did we lose okay. Marcus? We did. <laughs> and then there was, and then they were menage. <laughs> <laughs> or keep keep an eye on the waiting room. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, feel, I feel you on that, Adam. I. I think that's a slight. Well, let me ask you. Um, in regards to the original question of do you, do you think uh, being thick skinned is a real thing? Oh, okay, yeah. Let me let me go to that because I got way off. Okay, <laughs> so um, I, I I think it is. I definitely think it is. But my only thing, I, my only thing is, I'm on the fence on whether or not can it truly be created though. Like, are you just born with it, or you know, like. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I know there's some people who are just less sensitive and they're just going to be able to go out into the world and let everything just bounce off of them. Right. And you have others that absolutely that's not, they're going to be offended or take stuff personally. Or, and my question is, I wonder if you can develop thick skin over time. Is that like, or I, how thick can you develop it? Like, you I, know? I would argue that you can. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I would. I think I would argue that you can. I think is no way to be a person who offers your creative, uh, your creative currency, or anything of yourself without getting your feelings hurt at some point. <laughs> And whether or not you choose, to, whether or not you choose to continue to do that, is how you can develop said thick skin. Because you could get your feelings hurt and be like, "Well, fuck that, never doing that shit again." Yeah. And in that regard, you did not thicken your skin up in that dimension. But it's probably going to happen in some other thing because it's kind of unavoidable. At some point, some shit's going to hurt your feelings, whether that be a relationship, <clears throat> whether that be work, whether that be uh, creative currency, what have you. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I think it's, I, I think some people are more proficient than others. I do think like anything, some people are born with whatever advantage, but yeah. I think it also depends on, you know, your childhood, like experiences you had growing up that might've, they really hindered you or helped, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I do think I those, like, I, I, I definitely can say personally, my childhood did not set me up for that aspect very well. Like I I remember even from early on feeling a sense of like, I guess, lack of self-worth or whatever. And that's bound to make you not have thick skin. It's down to bound to make you Mm -hmm. more sensitive and feel to any, any little criticism, even when my, even when some part of me is like, I know they're not trying to hurt you dog. They're not trying. They're just objectively speaking here. You know, it's like my personal, my experience was, no, they're trying to do such and such, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, I should say just quickly, the reason why that, like how that came about, how this question came about, I had the thought like, all right, is there a such thing as thick skin? Because, and originally I was saying, no, my original thought was like, I don't think there is because I think there's always something you could find. It's generally a matter of time that could break somebody or like trigger them. I, I mm. personally think there's, there's, you just got to find the right thing. You can break somebody. Um, <laughs> just over time, it might take a while. Now, one of the reasons why I thought of that is because who do you know, who's going out every single day, challenging themselves, trying to stretch their comfort zone, like to, to its, to its end, to its core, like otherwise, how would you know? How, how else would you know unless somebody was going out, challenging themselves to their breaking point to expand it each day, like consciously saying, I'm gonna do whatever's the most difficult, whatever that I'm afraid of, or what have you, to so, really, really push themselves. You no one probably that you know is doing that consciously to, to really see. I don't know that anybody let me, let me take mean, myself sure, to this breaking point. I'm sure there are exceptions. I don't know that anybody lives in that kind of extremism. I don't know that. Yeah, like, like com- even science, speaking. Yeah, I agree. I think like science is even saying like, like behavioral science over a matter of years is saying that like through thousands of studies that they found that pretty much every single decision that a human being makes is to avoid discomfort. So yeah. when I think of that, I'm like, it's only a matter of time before you break somebody. Like, I mean, you could you, you could you could sit and observe people and watch how the decisions they make are to avoid discomfort. Mm-hmm. So like it's, I do think that I don't think that thick skin exists necessarily. Like ultimately, personally, I think it's just for a matter of time because it's easy to get into a comfort zone and do things that 
feel good to you and not do things that are uncomfortable. Or but even I, when you're doing things that are uncomfortable, you're staying in a certain zone of that. You're not going out of that. Uh, I, I, I would I would argue that there's a caveat to that. Just like there's a caveat to what you said earlier about how your childhood can affect uh, the, uh, the, the degrees of your childhood. Oh, words. <laughs> the circumstances of your childhood can definitely affect how you're initially hearing that information in the first place, in which I think in those kind of exceptions, that's when you meet kids, that's when you meet those people, children, what have you, going, okay, sure, I have to push them, but maybe I push them while also affirming them. Or I maybe I I, uh, I push them and make sure, like uh, uh, it's an old quote by um, Bernice Johnson, a, a legend in the dance world, uh, uh, tell them what they do wrong, but make sure you tell them what they do right. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. I like that. Um, and, and it's a uh, every it, boss it, should hear that. <laughs> you say what? I said every boss should hear that. <laughs> uh, and that's that's a big thing because when you uh, she said that because she was directing your school because it was a thing of you know you're constantly, especially in the dance world, hearing what you need to improve on, but you don't always hear what you're doing well in the first place. Yeah, and so it can feel it, the the constant criticism can feel like it's becoming that breaking point because you if you if you're only looking at what needs to be improved, it's hard to acknowledge what's uh, what's there, what's present. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, See, just yo, yo, just a quick comment on that is like I do think it. I agree, which is I actually wish people would do that more. Like like Adam mm-hmm. said, more bosses would do that. But one little caveat in that caveat, <laughs> I, I would say is uh, like for me specifically but i think it's just in i would assume that it's in general it's how i'm perceiving it like how i'm it 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 almost was the point like even if somebody was like okay you're such and such is good for me i'm like no i've already told myself it's not good i've already told myself like my my comments are mean more so it didn't even matter if they were saying good or bad it was like my caveat my caveat my 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 thoughts already a perception of it was already that it's not good enough i can do better so i was already hindering myself right you know in which in those time, cases so. especially and in, in those cases which is highly unlikely you would hope that someone eventually comes along with some uh degree of emotional intelligence to catch yeah. that you do that yeah. and you know one of them days just pose a question to you like do you do you do you enjoy making situations more difficult for yourself? I think some people do, yeah. And, and, so. and, and and but I mean like difficult. Well, difficult not consciously, but difficult in a hindering way. Because my, the other point yeah. I was going to make is you were saying people. Uh, scientific studies show that people try to avoid discomfort. That's just and me would, adding that little scientific, like no, you know, no, folks but, like scientific facts. Sure, <laughs> to like back and up. I, you know? But I would argue. <laughs> That most people who really grow beyond uh, a certain tier of of success, quote unquote, or or at least um, contentment in 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 whatever their pursuits are, is because they realize comfort does not come without does not come without discomfort, because discomfort is almost unavoidable in regards to growth. If, if, I, agree. I, if, if I want my muscles to get bigger, I have to go to the gym. 
And working out at the gym is going to make me sore. Sore is Soreness is uncomfortable, but it leads to me getting the result that I want. If I want more flexibility, I have to stretch. If I want to be better yeah. at math, I have to do more math. <laughs> like it's it's it's, it's yeah. a thing of. Tell me how that's a caveat though. Where you uh, what are you getting at? Because because not... uh, because yeah. you were saying that people try to avoid discomfort, but people who are actually pursuing growth know that discomfort is inevitable, so they can eventually be comfortable. But they have to yeah. they have to be uncomfortable at some point. I guess I just haven't seen those people. <laughs> You need better uh, people like, in your life. Who are uh, <laughs> nah? I just don't. Nah, no, I, just, uh, I just don't. Uh, I'm sure in some aspect of their life, I would like you could find them doing something. What well, even even people like let's say I guess it depends on what I the idea of success is. Like a lot of people who are quote unquote successful are doing certain things that are comfortable to them in their life. They might be doing drugs, or they might be doing what like have different aspects of their lives mm-hmm. where you can tell they're leaning on something, so they're not really pushing themselves. It might seem like they're excelling in something, but you might see other things that they're not excelling at. But you don't. But you don't get to see that in the public eye, I guess. I, no, absolutely. Just, I, without a crutch, I want to like. I don't know that you. I don't know that I've seen it. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess even in that regard, you know, though, I think that's like really pushing you. What What is really, really, really pushing somebody? You know, like. I think that's which I could be subjective. A, uh, but. I think it's a layering thing where it's like. Are people looking for all around discomfort for greater growth? No, I think people will put themselves in like, oh, this thing is uncomfortable. So I'm going to go every day. I need to smoke some weed because it helps me cope with that uncomfortable thing, because that uncomfortable thing is going to lead to the growth that I want. But being there, that's my release. That's that's the way that I can help to to deal with it is to drink, smoke, fuck, what have you. Yeah, <laughs> or some, or something like on a small thing, like when you're cleaning. The Watch house, Netflix. Typically put, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some, somebody <laughs> eat like or yeah. eat. <laughs> yeah, even even on like a even on like a smaller scale. When let's say somebody is cleaning, there's usually some like background noise. Like it could be Netflix. The Office mm-hmm. is what my girl likes to put on, or 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 music, or music, right? Or or let's say when they're working out, or podcast. How how often do you hear people this podcast wor- uh, working? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, right? <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Um, we want to be in your ear seven days a week. (laughs) Um, how often do you hear folks at the gym working out with no music, with no background noise? Very rarely, because that would be uncomfortable for them. I mean, that would be be almost impossible too, because I got some top forty radio playing. I do too. (laughs) Because (laughs) it's like because you don't. It's like to to some degree, I think it's because you you don't want to deal with what could be there. Whatever thoughts, emotions, grunts. whatever. What's that? You said what? Grunts. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear the grunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that too. That too. I, but I'm just saying, I mean, that like, that's the small scale, but it's something that's whether you're the most, the richest person in the world can consider it successful in this or that field. When you work out, a lot of people, like, you can find something where they have that crutch, myself included. I'm just saying. Um, even something small like not wanting to work out or or do certain things quietly to like it almost helps it be more mindless and like it helps mm-hmm. focus your mind instead of being able to sit and see your your mind racing or these emotions or whatever that could have been there from years ago for something that wasn't addressed. I just don't see it. So that made me like 
they kind of kind of added that was like, huh, is there really such thing as fake skin or 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 um, can you have we just not found that right situation for somebody to break them? Because especially if if you say like we could always learn and grow, like I guess it never ends. Then so you would, no, it doesn't. But you would have to be pushing yourself and willing to do it in incredibly uncomfortable states all the time. So I just don't think thick skin really exists. Well, I, the thing is, thick, thick skin is a little, or I guess I should say the way it's the way we interpret it in society, like the wide average, like the shared idea. Of course, you know there can be different perspectives on it but whatever might be like the share acceptable society idea of it i guess i could be wrong i could be wrong about this i'm pretty sure uh thick skin is dependent upon criticism i I don't i don't know i don't i don't know that anyone's ever like oh i'm not thick-skinned enough to deal with some shit that i'm putting myself through I would add myself, I would add the self-criticism and because like, let's say I, if somebody, the only time in my mind that I'm actually feeling a certain way about what somebody said is if I agree, I have to agree with it in some way. It has to resonate with something with me for me to even give a shit about somebody's outside perspective. Uh, that's so what I'm always think. I think it's always us. I think ultimately, I, I don't know. Cause you're the only one in your own mind. You're the only one in your own mind. True. No one's actually I, placing thoughts in I think, there. I think some people uh I think some people get convinced. If if you if you if you don't if you don't care about your feelings or opinions and all that kind of stuff, and I say as someone who at one point didn't, then you take if 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 I know I love you, I care about you and your opinions and feelings, and I don't and I love you to a place where I do not uh uh find my own thoughts, feelings, perspectives equitable, then I'm going to put more weight into what you think, feel, and say. And so, yeah, it's not so I think about, it's not their about, thoughts I have and feelings become yours, uh, essentially. They can, they can be because I because I uh, I, I don't I'm, I don't have the self confidence or whatever to combat what you're saying, and because I tr- I trust you as someone who sees me outside of me, because I don't think shit of myself or I don't think about myself whatsoever. If I'm this person, then yeah. I can't say that you know I'm going to always agree. I I, I must agree with what you think. Because I believe that maybe I just believe what you say because I care about what you say more than I care about what I think. See, in that scenario, I would I would say, I guess personally speaking, I would say it's up, it's on me that I'm unconsciously um accepting that as my own or accepting that as the truth. That's still my responsibility, whether I did it consciously or unconsciously. Mm-hmm. You know, I would that, that's what that's how I would take that. It's like, well, I've it's I who allowed that to become my my thoughts and my experience here, my understanding of the situation. And that is also my responsibility. So it kind of comes back to that, you know? Right. AJ, Marco, so y'all, you, y'all ain't saying that in the wild. Are y'all about to let us just do this? Or <laughs> I mean, it's hard to, it's hard I'm to struggling out here. Sometimes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I would say, um, as far as the comfort, comfort and discomfort, um, uh, I'm someone that, I definitely make all, I don't say all my decisions, but definitely most of them definitely on, I want to be, I'm not, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody, mm-hmm. not even myself. So I have no issues with, with taking the, the easy way or the comfortable way. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, I, 
at this age, I'm trying to make my life easy, not mm. not hard. <laughs> so uh, for for me, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, yeah, that's that's it. I'm not I'm not trying to better myself in that way. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I feel like I've I've grown to the, where I want to be, and yeah. now, and at this point, it's just like okay, well. I'm just kind of existing now until I don't anymore. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> uh, and I guess in, in that regard, because I, I think that there's there's beauty in that kind of comfort, um, but you don't feel like you don't feel like that's complacent to some degree. It is. Yeah, it is. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, for, for, like, for, like there's there's things I want to get better at. Like, say, like say. My, my art stuff, photography, mm-hmm. that, then that's their story. I will try to push myself and grow in that department. But as far as like, maybe there's a personality thing or like a, that type of stuff, I'm not trying to improve that. That's true. But just, some, yeah. yeah. Now, if something comes up where it's like, okay, this is causing an issue, maybe in my relationship or my job, then, then that's mm-hmm. a different story. But as of now, though, I mean, from what I can see, you know, no one has any issues with the way that I operate. Right. I don't know. Where do you exist? <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, I ain't getting no complaints. Yeah, like I'm the type <laughs> yeah, of person where, yeah. like, so like, so, so there's this um this Home Depot out in Chicago on 87th, I think. It's like right off of Dan yeah. Right. I thought it was eighth. Is it 87 or 83rd? It's it's one of. I think it might be 83rd. Okay. But so and this look, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is it has to do with. Kind of like what I'm saying here, obviously. Um, so th- there's a we have a job site right next to that Home Depot, and a lot of times they need stuff, so I always go to Home Depot and grab it real quick. It got to a point where I stopped going, even though it's literally right next door. I will go 20 minutes to Oakland, it's like on 95th, I think. Mm-hmm. I will go there to avoid dealing with the crowds and the chaos of that Home Depot location. So that's what I like. I'll go out of my way to be comfortable. Like, I'm not. <laughs> It, I have no issue with that. It. Even yeah, if it's real. even if I waste forty minutes doing it, like comfort, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I read this. Um, it's like a meme that if, at this point it's almost like a scripture to me at this point because I kind of try to live by it. But mm. there's this meme that I saw years ago, and it was like, if I have to fake smile, I'm not coming. And it's like I live by that now. It's kind of like hey, mm, if I, I don't want to be bro. there, I'm not. I'm not going. It just is. I'm too old to be making decisions to make other other people comfortable i'm not doing that no more like i respect that bro i'm not doing yeah. that <laughs> my man yo my man has has run dry of fomo <laughs> he has run dry <laughs> he ain't operating on that fomo shit yeah. for sure son. i love that if i i love yeah. that bro if you ain't you got a fake smile i'm not in that bitch yeah i mean that you know i'm out that bitch <laughs> I, I i am like that about 85 85 of the time only because there are some times where i need to I need to talk to people who have money and I got to face my like, yeah, I, I get I get that. I, yeah, I get that. Like for me, I'm, I'm just not in a position where like that ever happens. Like, yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But the, I think I think uh, like a major difference in like something like that is like you um, like what you go into that store you wouldn't benefit in any way by going to the one that's like busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I don't think that really applies to what, what I think like 
Aaron was saying? Because it's like, I think this is an argument of, of like, uh, kind of like technology. Like, I think it's our nature to do things easier. And like, that's the nature of technology. Like, yeah, we, we want the best, newest technology to make things easier. Um, but I, I agree with Adam in the sense that it's almost like cutting the unnecessary things out of your life that you know won't serve you. So I think I, I agree with Adam in a way. Um, but I think uh, sometimes I do find myself um, doing doing things the hard way sometimes. But uh, like many things, like um, nothing, nothing drastic. Like, like for instance, like uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I sometimes wash the dishes in the sink, even though you have a, a dishwasher. Like stuff like that is like almost like to break up the monotony. Almost, yeah. And um, it's like it it, the, it, it allows the, you to the, like. Yeah, I love that, dog. Sorry to interrupt. I just, I just want to say I love yeah. it. <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> even though, even though, like, I probably didn't cut down, I wouldn't cut down my time that much using the dishwasher. Like, to me, it's not a big difference. I just, I just rather do it differently sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know if that's necessarily uh, trying to find the easier way. But it's just like uh, sometimes I just need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I can I can definitely resonate with that for sure. Hey, take so- the bus home. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, you the future, baby dog. I'm the future. I'm yo. I'm, I'm taking a fucking bus to work, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on. You know, I I gotta yeah. I gotta keep my rep from like bringing the M things in. At least every yeah. other episode, I gotta keep the rep going, bro. <laughs> but um hey side note i don't know if this is true i still have forgotten to um look it up actually i guess you could do this marco but speaking about in regards to dishwashing or uh hand doing hand cleaning i've heard on several occasions people say that you you we tend to waste less water by doing uh loads of like everything in a dishwasher so i don't know if that's true or not but As if it is true i didn't waste dishwasher save water you're saying that's what I've heard on several occasions in different that makes sense. Di- different yeah. countries. Too. I, <laughs> so I feel like you. I feel like if you use a dishwasher, you still gotta like rinse it afterwards. <laughs> so, I mean, See, I guess yeah. it depends on like the quality of your dishwasher, but I mean, that, and I think it also it seems oh, like go you gotta still. Rin- I just yeah. think rinse you still it afterwards gotta rinse or rinse it before. Afterwards and before sometimes, hmm. depending on I think you know how bad it is. I think this says a lot about how much water we waste when we're wash hand washing. Like maybe, like maybe we could do it a different way. Like if you, like some folks would just fill up a whole sink full of soapy water, and how much water are you wasting? At like, you know, if and, you're just not running it, it the whole hot. time, yeah, make yeah. It real hot and leave it there, and then end up uh, doing another one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. fresh water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. I was, I was saying some people, but I was really thinking like, yeah, that's how I did that yeah. shit growing up. Or well, for me, like, well, for me, <laughs> sometimes still. Or like for me, like the way the way that uh, the Johnson family, the Johnson household, <laughs> I it was like, it was like 
you had like you it, there was no such thing as letting it sit there like because what was going to happen is you were going to forget about it it was going to mm-hmm. sit there so they're like no you can just use some elbow grease and get that dried up cheese <laughs> off the plate <laughs> <laughs> like jesus when it dries up man it's tough to get off of uh, uh, ceramic and glass and stuff even yeah. more than dishes uh there's this restaurant out here called cheesies it's like a, a specialized um uh, uh grill, like grilled cheese joint i was oh. gonna ask you about that like uh because we i don't even know if you re- remember this but we went there like this had to be like at this point like two years ago yeah it wasn't last year so uh, yeah it was i think we went out to that um where did we go did we go to uh 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 emporium I think so. It was we yeah went, because the cheese is across the street from the Emporium. That's what yeah. I figured. And I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you what because I was wanting to take Kirsten. I know she would like it. Uh, I couldn't remember what the place was called, but thank you, cheesies. Okay, so it's like yeah. gourmet grilled cheeses, essentially. Kind of, sort of, pretty much. It's it's not like you know that they, they ain't got like special uh uh import cheese or nothing like that. But it's it's clearly drunk food. They're like, come get a grilled cheese with some chicken strips on it. Um. Mm. Uh, but I, I I bring it up because I remember the first time going, and I think the menu has gotten a little has gotten a little smarter since then. I took uh I took EJ. We were we were at a uh, we went to this American Idol offshoot show for my homegirl Janelle. Uh, you remember Janelle that worked at Penguin? Most definitely, yeah. Uh, uh, she was she was on some some horrible singing show that <laughs> ooh, that ooh. we all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we knew it wasn't gonna last long because the the host of it was like uh nelly gloria stefan and like two other people that i can't remember mm. and i was uh but all in all we went to this place across the street cheesies and i remember realizing when you go to a place that has like three different cheeses on the same sandwich this this sandwich is on a time limit because as soon as it gets cold this is just a brick <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheese is serving as like plaster at that point, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, or like or like acrylic paint or some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I, I brought it up for that regard. I was like, yeah, clean it, clean it up is hard, but like if you eating the grilled cheese and it's got that much cheese on you, you gotta eat that shit kind of quickly. Yeah, it's like cement when it dries. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Well, I guess uh, let me just add one little uh, aspect. To, well, I don't know if I'm. Yeah, let me just add an additional aspect to this original topic because I agree. I feel like it's typically seen as like an outside perspective, like you said, Josh. Like the thick mm-hmm. skin is in re- in relation to outside criticism of some sort. I don't know that it gets associated with um, criticism, but I would say in regards to like someone's personal perspective let's say if you just put people in a room with four white walls and like you you gave them food every day like they had food and water every day they had a, they had a bathroom but that's it otherwise you were just there <laughs> otherwise you were just there hold up hold up hold up Let me, I'm, I, please. I'm sorry I, I just gotta say this look at this joke off. okay it's probably gonna fall <laughs> <laughs> yo marcus marcus has started some shit now he created a fucking monster with this let me get this joke off shit let the jumps flow. <laughs> you said when you were like you're in a room with four 
white and I was like women but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know I mean I personally have a hell of a time but <laughs> I, 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 I was like this is a dangerous situation apparently uh hold on but okay. <laughs> yeah you got four four Karens in a room right? <laughs> <laughs> and one's long double XL double XL I'll fucking I even buy a couple myself <laughs> all right I, <laughs> my mind is going now Mm-hmm. All right, but, uh, so like, just yes. on a personal aspect in regards to like, not specifically <laughs> trying to gain. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting these snippets these weeks, boy. I'm getting these fucking snippets. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uncomfortable goals, right? Um, like, I feel like for the most part, it gets spoken about in relation to like outward criticism or like putting myself in an uncomfortable situation to gain this level of like success outwardly. But you know. Whether it's going to a store or becoming a better artist or this or that, I'm saying we could even take it to just putting people in, let's just say in one, in a room, no pictures, nothing, just white walls. You feed them, you give them water every day. They can use the bathroom, but you can't go outside and walk or anything. You Otherwise, you just stay in that room for like three weeks. I think that would break people. I think that would drive people crazy. And that yeah. tells me that it's not so much outward criticism. You do, like, you realize the discomfort that you cause yourself just being there with no one else to blame. Finally, there's no one else to blame. You look in a fucking mirror and realize you're not even good company for yourself. And I I guarantee I put my money on I put my blue magic. I, I guarantee it. I stand <laughs> by it. Like Denzel, like Denzel. I guarantee fucking <laughs> it. I put my own money on it. It's gonna break some people, y'all. Now, now uh you realize how many I, things you're identified with that you didn't know. I feel like this has going to be, on. I feel like this has to be said. Did you did you just describe solitary confinement in general? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, yeah, if, exactly as, as if it was like a but, metaphorical but look, thing. But at least in no no no, in jail you have other people. You have guards in solitary confinement. People. Yeah. Okay. That's whatever. Trying to make it <laughs> no, but look, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. It shouldn't it shouldn't have to. That that to me says there's something up with me. I'll be the I'll be the one like Kanye said. You know, we all self conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. Look, I'll <laughs> I'll be the one to fucking say it. I'm sorry. There's so many references coming now. I think we. Yeah. Do. <laughs> I'm if you take it, anybody it into like, I think what does that say about anybody us? in inhumane <laughs> conditions like? I don't think it says anything bad about that's it. Not just, we're, we're that's not inhumane. We're social creatures. That's it, it's completely inhumane to put some to someone in solitary. Look, yes, it is. In, in my mind, I'll say this. In my maybe this is me. Maybe this is just me, the crazy guy. I'll I'll, I'll be the crazy <laughs> one of the podcast gladly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, if somebody says like, "Enjoy your night," right? It happens. Like, you know, enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. Yeah, I shouldn't have to do anything to enjoy it. I should just be able to be joyful. I shouldn't have to do it. It should be a choice. You should be able to be joyful in a room by yourself with nothing to do. You're still getting fed. You're able to use the bathroom. You're drink. You're eating and drinking healthy. But I mean, let's yo, yo, let's even add the, co- the aspect of you can go outside in nature. But that's like that's that that to me would be a little too easy because it's so it's much easier to be a little more, more like, at ease and relaxed in nature I'm, just because I'm of the saying, like again again like 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 to what i was saying like what what would one gain by doing that 
Try you know? it. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I, I understand what you mean by being being able to be alone with yourself. But you're talking about sensory mm-hmm. deprivation when right. you talk about being in a in a uh, confined room with white walls. I mean, you add it. All right. Purple outside, wall. Is, Lavender. That's a different thing. but. <laughs> I mean, I, my, you didn't I don't, my point I don't, is, my point is, that would be a crazy challenge for a lot of people, and you're and like no outside harm is coming at you. You're getting no outside criticism, no outside you, pressure. But you could it's do all those you. You realize that's though. you. You don't need. But a, I know. That room. My point. My point is, there. It's not happening. It's not happening. So people aren't even. Like, we're not even chat. Like that takes me back to the original question: is why it even came up. Like people aren't. Myself included, challenging. This is not a matter of core, something simple. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. I, I, I but, disagree, but I don't think that's a matter of thick skin. <laughs> I'm talking about uh. in regards to how how the question even came up. Like, are we challenging ourselves? Are we like pull? Uh, are we stretching our comfort zones? Are we? You know what I'm saying? Like to the max. Are we making it a point to do that? But um, what's the be- what's the benefit though? That's what I'm trying to trying to figure out. Because like what's the- I hear you and like what what you described was prison, and I'm like, that's a punishment. Like they use th- those like the 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 four walls and the we, we're going to feed you, but we're going to keep you away from society. That that's they consider that a punishment in almost every country on the planet. So, like for me, I'm a person that that love that loves alone time, and I can I can. Yeah enjoy a lot of it but if someone stuck me in a room and said here's you know here's some food you you don't have to worry about anything but you have to stay in this room i would be upset (laughs) like to say it lightly i mean like that i wouldn't sound like a good time people could people couldn't do that in their own house during covid (laughs) yeah Uh, i'm not one of those people don't don't uh (laughs) i'd say you were but i'm saying (laughs) i'm saying it's, it's a thing of sensory deprivation uh 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 people deprivation i can't think of a better way to s- describe that but like to remove to remove contact contact and interaction is not a matter of being thick-skinned because the, 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 con- the thick-skinned the- part came about it when i was saying like it's you can find a situation to break somebody it's like it doesn't like like eventually you'll have a trigger. It's, you'll find something that they can't roll off. So it means thick skin doesn't ultimately anybody, exist. Is what it, I'm saying. That's just kind of how that's. I feel like you can break anybody if you if you give them inhumane conditions. I feel like humans are going to break. Yeah. And I guess this goes back to the thing about uh, does does be. I don't consider that to be. Contingent. That's what I was looking for earlier. There we go. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure the concept of being thick-skinned is contingent upon criticism, and and I don't know that. Well, maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't know that uh, self-criticism is applicable in regards to that. If you don't believe what the outside criticism is, it doesn't have as much an effect on you. If you don't take it in as truth or as valuable or as, but if, if you don't even consider it, it doesn't be, how does it have an effect on you? I mean, it's, it's it, your but, thoughts and it, you know what I'm saying? That are, it's your thoughts but, and emotions. 
but uh but you could look at it like let's take I, everything kind of comes back to performing arts in too many regards um if i put on a show and it gets reviewed poorly that can affect me because it can it can affect you know how uh other people uh other people coming to the show it can affect uh potential funders i had uh before they had a chance to come to the, like it can affect me even though it's not a, a, even even if i don't take it completely personally it can have an effect <laughs> yes that's not i'm not saying it has an outward effect on your your level of comfort oh i might not be able i might not make the money to pay rent or whatever but that's not i wouldn't i wouldn't consider that thick skin i'm talking about stuff that you either take personally or don't or like that affect you mentally and emotionally not like oh i can't pay rent or whatever which might be a whole another thing not like the actual um level of comfort i'm talking about your experience if you believed them some part of you believed like it was you might not feel good about it you you know what i'm saying like that's different yeah than, but I, oh but my a bill's getting paid or whatever you have your own thoughts about that which are here or there you know but but then i go okay so how is it me go me self-criticizing how how can that turn into whether or not i can or can't be thick-skinned i said because this <laughs> already man you listening <laughs> I am not, and, and it, if, it, if it ain't computing, it ain't computing. So I'm just playing, man. I know, but uh, but um, <laughs> I, I mean, this is, I guess, my perspective. It to some, you can say whatever, but I have to believe it, or I have to, in some way, take it in as my own for it to affect me. Take it in as my own. That is, that's my responsibility, or not. You know. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That and then, then I get like, oh shit. Some part of me has to resonate with it a little bit, in my opinion. You know, because you care. Yeah, and like if I really didn't care about it's what like, they said and it didn't like, resonate with me, it wouldn't matter. But you know what's crazy? Like when when we listen to criticism. Is always a part of us that cares because we're listening. You know, if we didn't care at all, like we wouldn't even sit around and listen to any criticisms or or um, critiques or you know. I guess I maybe 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 we, we, nah, we, go ahead. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yo, can Sorry. you repeat that, bro? Yeah, go ahead. I said. I feel like um, the fact that we the fact that we would listen to any criticism shows that we care in a way, like about outside sources. Yeah, that's fair. You I feel like, if yeah, you yeah, like, you would I think so. Go on and I, ignore it. I think it's possible though to listen without like some things you take personally and some things you don't. Some things. Sure. Hit you and they you realize oh that shit actually resonated with me because it triggered something and I'm feeling a certain way about it that maybe surprised you like you feel a certain way emotionally about it and other things it doesn't. I agree. I agree with that. And I I, I think for me it was just a thing of uh I I, I don't I I don't completely disagree with what you're saying there. I think I I think I think of it as often I go I know myself but I'm not. 
I'm not above hearing people's perception because it may be uh, something that I don't see. Oh, and absolutely. That, if, if, absolutely. That, if that perception is more common than I realize, and that's something for me to listen to, doesn't necessarily mean I don't believe it because I may be blind to it. Oh, I completely agree with that. Hell, absolutely. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? And then yeah. like, if, if that if that ends up being some devastating information that I was oblivious to, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Maybe I wasn't. Let me make that clear. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. And I don't condone, uh, you know, I'm not trying. I'm not encouraging people to go to prison to do some shit to get, get in solitary confinement, by the way. I, I am not. I'm just making the simple statement that we should be able to do both. We should be able to be in quote unquote air quotes, everybody, solitary confinement at home and be at ease and also be able to go out in the world, which we, we which we all want to do, myself included, who's condoning this, who's <laughs> who's condoning spending time alone um, and be able to, it shouldn't be one versus the other it should be able to do both otherwise i feel like you're to some degree you're unconsciously running from one or the other but you know that's for perhaps that, another episode yeah that could even go into a conversation about like <laughs> yeah. uh, introversion versus extroversion because some people are more fed by alone time versus yeah being with yeah. people and all that kind of stuff and like even people who are extreme introverts still need to be able to go out and do the opposite with some sense of ease without being completely devastated and broken I don't think so. That's and I know we're enough. wrapping up, but I don't think anyone needs to do anything. Like if if you if you want to make money, like, I mean, like jobs, grocery shopping, things well, like that. I mean, you want to yeah, be, of course, you want to be able to have to do those interactions with ease and not be miserable every time. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you know? that's given. I thought you meant like people need to go out and social. Oh, no, 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 something no. like <laughs> oh. okay. I'm just saying it's nice to have the option and not be what one option not to be absolutely miserable i'm avoiding it like the plague versus the other it's nice to be able to open your world to be able to be at some level of ease with both options because there might come a time in life where you have to or this is the option that's necessary like the what is the whole saying uh the the right thing and the hard thing might be the same thing what like what's necessary might be the difficult thing and then you'll shy away mm -hmm. from it even though it's necessary in the moment you'll shy away because you can't do that without being whatever whatever suffering i guess or being mm -hmm. miserable that's all i'm saying that's real no well fellas this has been a good one uh by all means people uh if you think there was a subject we didn't touch on or you have some thoughts or feelings on anything said here you can always write us at informally honest podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on our instagram informally honest facebook informally honest podcast and our twitter informally underscore hp fellas any last thoughts yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> uh, I, I mean i know this is like a whole nother conversation but a part, of me, a part of me believes that like this whole uh pandemic the way that the powers that be handled it kind of wants us to just stay in all the time and not like operate in community like we sh probably should. Uh, I just want to put that out. There. Like, it's kind of crazy how, like, uh, you know, we could promote the vaccine and wearing a mask and stuff, but like, 
once once they start telling you not to go, like I understand like big gatherings, but like once they start telling you just to like flat out stay home, is like like you taking people's rights away. And I, I see that in, in like micro like micro type areas. Um and this may be like a conspiracy esque <laughs> but, uh, Marcos conspiracy corner. I just wanna I just wanna uh put that out there like like don't I, I just hope people just don't feel like they have to give up their rights so willingly all the time because with the with the like advancement of Amazon and uh all these services that that um that's basically pushing people to to not go out <laughs> i don't think that's very helpful even though even though i do i do i am a proponent of like being a person that's that can spend a lot of time you know in solidarity i just Sol- think solitary <laughs> solitary <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> playing play solitaire, playing solitaire. But yeah, that's it. Oh, we will unpack that on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, y'all, well, haven't, y'all haven't noticed that at all. Like, yo, yeah, to I, your point, Mark, I, I mean, I noticed it more so. Like not now, because I mean, people are having full fledged music festivals. So I mean, right. <laughs> literally uh, had one a couple weeks ago across the street. Yeah, <laughs> but I definitely like <laughs> about a year ago. They they de- definitely were saying stay home, you know. And I think they just getting us more used to that type of deal, like where they can control us in that way. Yo, I, I guess my for me, my point, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna bro. say, and I, I guess for me, my question to that would be kind of what I asked Aaron, like. I hear you, but I also don't see the benefit in that either. Because what you want people out spending money, like because because of our capitalistic society and how devastating it was to the, to the general infrastructure of America for people to be in their houses. Yes, some services have, have grown with delivery and whatnot, but they need people I mean, out. A lot of people. I mean, Uber Eats was going crazy, Amazon, and all of them. So, to my earlier point. During this time of folks, yeah, during this time of folks staying in and like the lockdowns, motherfuckers was still having hard times being at home. When you got (laughs) every net, you got Netflix, you you ain't spending more time with your fam. You can order food, groceries, everything. And motherfuckers was still miserable. I don't know that people were spending, I mean, some shit is ridiculous. It is spending more time with some family, but you know, like some people weren't able to see that. Don't pick that. Don't don't pick it. Don't pick that. Just get the general idea, man. I'm just saying, man. (laughs) Don't run on the guy. Don't fucking run on that. You know what I'm saying? We got, you got everything. You got every comfort you could think of, more comfort than we've ever had. Motherfuckers was still miserable. I, I, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The thoughts that's my final there. statement that's my th- final fucking statement for this podcast <laughs> the thoughts and views of Aaron Thomas don't completely reflect and form the honest <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to push the culture I'm doing it for the culture man you know what I'm saying <laughs> well my last statement was I don't have a problem with staying home if they gonna pay me to do that then bring it on I will stay at home gladly and work on stuff and watch Netflix 
and make things. Hey, I just put in a job for a fucking a work at home <laughs> position. I just put in. A, I just put in the offer for work at home. I'm sick of fucking pushing my back. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Take my back and my arms to the core, man. I'm trying to less labor as I get older. Yeah. Well, uh, I ain't really got nothing uh, of significance. Uh, appreciate y'all. <laughs> Tell your family and friends. I'm gonna say the same shit I say every goddamn week. Like, follow, so, uh, share, and subscribe. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we love y'all. We appreciate you. And in every conversation you have, every connection you make, and every person that you engage, please, we encourage you, we implore you, and we 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 empower you to always be forthright, vulnerable, and most of all, motherfucking honest. Peace. Peace out. Let's stand in solidarity. <laughs> 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 Peace, y'all. Thanks Peace. for listening and Can't look in the watching. Eyes of my brother without shedding a tear for my brother. I really want to try for my brother because I truly do feel for my brother.